0: Welcome back CT Real Estate Radio 94.9 News Now stimulating talk. I'm Byron Lazine along with Chaz Cook and Rob Wallace from the one team at William Ravis Real Estate. And we also have Brian Skelly with us here today from William Ravis Mortgage. Brian's going to give us his analysis and reaction from Jerome Powell and the Fed decisions uh, decision rather that happened this week. The market liked it. So in a What's been a volatile, crazy, you know, start to the fourth quarter, I would say that this last week has brought some calm to the market. It has certainly ended the week being more affordable for buyers looking to go and obtain a mortgage than it was just a week and a half ago, two weeks ago, when we were talking about 8% interest rates, the 30 year fixed liked what has happened so far this week. Market likey, Brian Skelly. What do you say?
1: (laughs) Yeah, it's nice to be on the radio with some good news for once. We had seven weeks in a row of rates going up, followed by the last two weeks, the rates have been going down. Uh, And that's in part due to the Fed meeting, but also really good news on a job report that came out at the end of the week. So we'll get into that. Uh, Just to recap, two weeks ago, the average 30-year fixed on Mortgage News Daily was 8.03. Last week when we did the show, it was 7.86. This week, 7.51. So we're seeing about half a percent decrease in rates over the last two weeks, which is really substantial. There's certainly a psychological impact of people being less likely to get a mortgage when rates are over 8. So it's nice to see that. Uh, i got a couple quotes for you. Uh, On Barrons.com, they said Powell surprisingly upbeat on slowing wage gains. Uh, Powell, after the meeting, he said, if you look at the broad range of wages, the wage increases have really come down significantly over the course of the last 18 months to where they're substantially closer to that level that would be consistent with 2 percent inflation over time. Powell said, so he's starting to get a little bit more positive. He's always got to be cautious because that's his job. He doesn't want everybody to celebrate too early. Uh, but we had late in the week. The jobs report showed that uh, the U.S. added a modest one hundred fifty thousand dollar one hundred fifty thousand new jobs uh, last month, which was lower than the one hundred seventy that was forecasted. So that's that's kind of the big thing: is when it comes in lower than it was forecasted, meaning you know the economy is doing worse than people thought. That's good news for inflation. That's good news for rates. Last month or a couple months ago, we had the opposite happen where there was way more jobs created. And that's what pushed rates up to 8%. So a lot of good news this week.
0: September, we had 297,000 jobs created, which to your point was way more than expectations. Typically, normal times, you're like, oh, more jobs, good for the economy. But just reverse to the beginning of the year, we had more job openings than we had people willing to fill those job openings. And when you have a situation, an outbalancing of supply and demand in the job market, then employers are forced to go ahead and pay, you know, for those willing to take the job even more in that competitive environment, which increases the chances of runaway inflation. And the Fed is committed to getting inflation down to 2%. Jerome Powell stated that a number of times in his 50 plus minute, uh, press briefing after they made the decision to stand firm with the federal interest target rate. That's the second meeting in a row that the Fed decided to do that. Uh, right now, the the market has priced in that December will be more of the same. Another pause on interest rates. It's only a 19% chance, uh, according to a recent polling, that they believe the Fed on December 13th would increase. So that would be three straight Fed meetings where they just stand firm uh, at the rates that they're at. Now, going up so fast has been very restrictive. It's why we've seen, uh, you know, you know, the 10 year uh, bond yields react the way that they have. Uh, That was a big subject in the question and answer segment with Jerome Powell. Like, are you concerned about long term yields? You know, that could have a, a bigger crippling impact on the economy than every, you know, than anything else that's been going on. And he acknowledged that. Uh, and so with him acknowledging that with the, the Fed deciding to pause you saw that 10 year go from when it reached over five percent just a couple of weeks ago for the first time since 2007 all the way down under four and a half percent at times yesterday on Friday um you're you're seeing the 30 year now drop the 30 year is tied pretty closely to that 10 year and you're seeing it now uh, as low as 7.5 on mortgage news daily survey and even under I'm sure Brian there are people today who could qualify and there's programs in Connecticut where you could probably even qualify under seven, I'd imagine right now, but there are probably uh, people with personal yeah, finances that are, that are in a the good reminder level.
1: for our Connecticut first time homebuyers, the, the Chaffa program, which we talk about a lot on the show and the time to own uh, the Chaffa rate was up to 7.3751 point. Uh, as of Friday, they were down to 7.0 on the conventional Chaffa and, a uh, 6.625 on the FHA Chaffa. So good news for our Connecticut first time homebuyers.
0: It's Barbara Corcoran. I think we reacted to it here, right? On the radio show a couple of weeks ago, mm-hmm. she made the mm-hmm. people know who Barbara Corcoran is because she's shark tank. Uh, one of the Shark Tank hosts. She was a real estate broker in Manhattan for many years before she sold her company. But she made the comment a couple of weeks ago, which went viral on the internet, that now is the best time to buy. It's the best time to buy real estate right now. She got a lot of heat for that. People are like, what are you talking about? It's it's October 2023. This is the most unaffordable month you know, in recent history with where rates are and where prices are. You couple that Uh, with with wages haven't caught up to to that. They've gone up, but not not to that level. It's the most unaffordable market. Inventory is low. And her point was, okay, we're coming into a seasonal moment here in the winter where you're going to see price declines. We're seeing that. We're going to get into, Chaz, I think you've got some of the Connecticut numbers for later in the show from Mm -hmm. October pulled up. You're getting into price declines. You're starting to see, even though Connecticut is the lowest inventory across the country, you're starting to see, inventory tick up. You're now this week seeing the 30 year drop down. So the recipe is brewing where okay, maybe this is on this seasonal decline that we see every year this winter, maybe this is the opportunity for buyers because it might not be in the spring, especially if mortgage banker association is right and the 30 year fix continues to drop. If the 30 year fix continues to drop into prime buying season, of March and April of 2024, then you could see demand increase because seasonally it does in the spring. And you're going to see uh, a recipe for an increase in prices. Many like Zillow are projecting just that will take shape in 2024, an increase in prices. I believe, and many believe that this winter is the opportunity for the lowest prices as you look out Over the next 12 months, we'll get Chaz's uh, update on the CT MLS numbers where we sit here in your Connecticut market. We'll get Rob Wallace's reaction here from the one team. When we come back, you're listening to Real Estate Radio, 94.9 News Now, Stimulating Talk. CT Real Estate Radio here on 94.9 News Now, Stimulating Talk. I'm Byron Lazine along with Chaz Cook and Rob Wallace from the one team. At William Ravis Real Estate. The one team is not just in the name. It is not an Instagram post. It is the reality. The one team has sold more homes in 2022 than any team across the state of Connecticut and has continued that journey here in 2023, helping more families buy, sell, and invest in real estate than any other team across the state of Connecticut. If you'd like to reach out to us to have a conversation about your real estate journey reach out to us at OneTeamCT.com. That's O-N-E-T-E-A-M-C-T.com. We're also joined by Brian Skelly of William Ravis Mortgage. You can reach out to Brian at ScheduleLoanAppointment.com. As we get into these colder days, boy, was Connecticut feeling different this past week uh, than it was the week prior. The week prior, I'm like, oh my gosh, the weather's beautiful here. And then this past week, it was a little bit chillier. That means winter is upon us it is coming we are on the other side of halloween it means you need to make sure that your oil tanking needs yeah. are in order service station equipment your residential tank specialist is your go-to source for all residential tanking needs uh reach out to them at 1-800-801-tank 1-800-801-tank ask for dougie the tank man come over get you set up if you have any tanking concerns or needs have a conversation with service station equipment today At 1-800-801-TANK. The winter is here. Make sure your tanking needs are in order. All right, Chaz. uh, We closed out October. Halloween's behind us. Halloween's behind
2: us. The one-team poker night is behind us, too. And I see that schedule scheduleloanappointment.com is still in the hands of Mr. Skelly and did not transfer over to you. Byron took a couple (laughs) of my dollars. He took a couple of the dollars.
0: Yeah, I think Skelly ended up down that night.
2: He held on to his domain though. That's what I
0: was worried about. He did. He did hold on to his domain, (laughs) schedule one appointment.com. Great (laughs) domain. Uh, But we've got Connecticut numbers in for the month of October. Now, October is an interesting month across the country. You definitely saw a drop in sales volume as we breached 8% on the 30 year fix. Um, You saw price cuts go up across the country. You saw inventory go up throughout the month. What about Connecticut, Chaz? We've got Connecticut's numbers. Let's break them down.
2: Absolutely. So closed sales for Connecticut. We're just going to kind of go backwards. We'll go close pending, number of homes for sale, and then we'll talk about the median sales price. Again, this is for single-family homes across the entire state of Connecticut. So closed sales for the month of October uh, 2023 was 26888 which sounds like a decent number, but that is actually down 25% year over year. So in October 2022, we were sitting at 35,842 closings for the month of October. So significant decrease there. Pending sales. So when those rates hit that 8% mark, right? How many people stopped shopping and just kind of took a little bit of a break? We saw pending sales. They are down 23% year over year at 26,875. So just a year ago, sitting at 34,936. So another significant decrease there. And homes for sale, this this number kind of really shocked me. This, again, across the entire state of Connecticut, single-family homes. We closed out October with 5,056 homes for sale, which is also down just over 23% year-over-year. Wow. Year. So,
0: and, and on the month-over-month, month, just so you can see that the drop was consistent here in Connecticut with the rest of the country, closings uh, were down from about 2,400 single-family closings in the month of September to about 2,250 in the month of October. So uh, about 150 closing drop. Closings are uh, less what I um, look at and I look more at what pendings are doing. And across the country, you saw pending sales go down in the month of October, month over month from September, not in Connecticut. So the demand in Connecticut is still substantial enough where that number actually went up. Okay. So you had 2,269 pending home sales in September. You had almost 2,400 in October for single family homes. So month over month now, September took a big dip from August, uh, but month over month, October rebounding from September on the month-over-month sales. Now, just to put it into perspective, October, just about 2,400 pending home sales uh, here this year. In October, that number was 3,500, okay? So we're at 2,400 versus 3,500 October 2021 when we were in the midst of a pandemic market, okay? So about 1,100 uh, less pending home sales now. We also have less inventory now than we did then. We are the lowest state of the 50 when it comes to uh, you know, inv- months of supply on the market. October came in at 2.3, which is down from 2.4 months in September on months of supply. The national average is uh, up at about three and three quarters on months of supply. It's, it's trending closer to four months of supply, So we're, we're almost 40% less than the national average on months of supply uh, as we sit here going into November in Connecticut. So Connecticut, a lot of demand for certainly median priced homes, very little supply, um, sales prices have stayed pretty firm. If you look at the median sale price, 410000 for the month of September. 407850 for the month of October. Those are just sales within that month. Uh, if you look at the rolling 12, it's gone up every single month. We're now at uh, $390,000 on median sale price for the rolling 12. Average sale price would be well above 550000 right now on the rolling 12. The average sale price just for the month of October was the same for all um, average sale prices in, in September. It was about five sixty five. So. Uh, we haven't seen that, that we've seen, a we've seen a drop come down from where we were in August and July on prices, that seasonal drop that we historically do. Uh, but we haven't seen it as significant as other parts of the country um, for the month of October. So Connecticut, really a, a robust market. Rob, what are you seeing? Um, what's your reaction to these numbers? You know, these numbers inside and out. Um, but what's your reaction to them as you work with buyers and sellers
3: across the state yeah i mean again we're all hoping and trying to wait for this market correction right um and this is our issue is the lack of inventory we've always had that for a couple years now and it's it's been a big issue but i mean i'm starting to see more serious buyers out there um you know we're not as busy as we once were but it's uh
0: are you finding that to be more common right now that the buyers this winter, the winter of 2023 going into 2024 are really serious? They're not window shopping. So that's good news for exactly. sellers that the showings they're getting, these are with committed buyers. And so every time you have a showing right now, uh, you you need to make the most out of that because that's, that's a committed buyer. Is that what you're seeing?
3: Exactly. Exactly what I'm saying.
2: And it's, you know, I was talking to some of our younger agents, uh, earlier this week, and I told them that this time of year is actually my favorite time of year because so many people start to get pulled this way and that way for different holiday events, or they're just taking some time off. But what you need to be thinking about as an agent, and if you're a seller is to your point, Byron, the serious buyers that are out there, but it's a great opportunity to start thinking about 2024, right? Get like because January and February is like the real winter, right? If you can get your home under contract in November, or December, and then you close on it in that month. Rather than having to try and keep it show ready, going through that whole process, everyone's tracking mud and snow in there. Exactly. So take some time off, enjoy it with your families, but don't sleep on the people who are out there shopping in November, December, because historically in my almost five years in the business, those have been some of my most productive months because the people want to go, they want to go at a reasonable time, right? Nobody wants to be out there at seven o'clock at night. Mm-hmm. So you're seeing uh, you know, a little bit more uh, flex in that where they want to get out earlier or on the weekends. Um. But they don't want to be out there just looking, right? they right. like, I need to make this move now. That's why I'm choosing to do it this time of year. And if you're a home seller, the other advantage is your home's decorated for the holidays. It looks mm. great. It smells great, right? It shows really well. It's light and bright. You got the Christmas tree up or mm-hmm. whatever you do. So there's a lot of advantages to being a seller and a buyer in November
3: and December. Exactly. You don't have the competition of the spring market as well. So, well,
2: and being in New England, we, we lose a lot of our, um, People in town, right? Like I live in a, a beach town, right? So mm-hmm. our population goes down. Old Sabre's another great example. Their population almost gets cut in half come the winter time. So the people who are left, they're there year round. They know what they want, they know what they're looking for. So right.
1: And despite, you know, despite the drop in that mortgage applications because of the higher rates, we're still seeing multiple offers. I've had several clients that have made offers, didn't get the house. So that makes people even more motivated if they've been through that experience of making an offer, not getting the house, they're going to a showing in December. You know they're 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 trying to get a house
3: yeah and even though i'm seeing a slowdown if it's priced right you're still getting multiple offers mm-hmm. things mm-hmm. are playing just as fast
0: brian skelly william irvis mortgage uh i think this is good for people to understand the perspective that there's still pent up demand if you're thinking i'm gonna sell my house but geez interest rates are so high are there are there really people shopping for homes I mean, how many people every single month get put into the category for you of they've been beat out on offers maybe now as many as two years in a row, and they're still searching, they're still asking you for fresh new pre-approval letters to submit to yet another property uh, because they've just come up short on the multiple offer list. And This is happening more on the median price and below for sure, but just put that into perspective for for folks that maybe aren't aren't yeah, seeing absolutely. it day-to-day like you are?
1: So just to give you an idea, last week, I think I had six buyers make an offer and three of them got the offer accepted. Whereas in the spring, I would probably have 10 buyers make an offer and only two of them would get accepted. Mm-hmm. So you have less people making offers, but the percentage of them that are getting accepted is higher than it was in the spring. But still about half the time that I have somebody making an offer, they don't get the house. Either They their offer wasn't high enough or it got outbid. So, and, and the buyers are talking to me about the buyers are noticing how long the property's been on the market. So to Rob's point, if it's priced quick, if it's priced right, it will sell quickly in multiple offers, but m- we're seeing more houses that maybe aren't priced correctly and, and the buyers are noticing like, Hey, this one's been on the market for 31 days. This one's been on the market for 40 days. And, and those are, I think a lot of times people that are getting the offer accepted when they're the only one making an offer. Um, and, and that that wasn't happening as much in the spring.
0: And this is Barbara Corcoran's point about the winter. While everybody else is fearful, while everybody else is saying there it aren't buyers out there, that's the opportunity to move the other direction. Warren Buffett talks about this and how he invests in stocks. When everybody's going one way, go the other way. Oftentimes the winter is the best time for you to prevail and get the property of choice as opposed to when all the competition is out there. I'm Byron Lazine. We've got Chaz cook, Rob Wallace from the one team, as well as Brian Skelly with William Ravis mortgage. We'll be right back. You're listening to CT real estate radio, 94.9 news. Now stimulating talks. Stay with us. You're listening to CT real estate radio on 94.9 news. Now stimulating talk. Byron Lazine, Chaz cook and Rob Wallace from the one team, William Ravis real estate. You can connect with us at one dot We also have Brian Skelly here, breaking down the decrease. Finally, in the 30-year fixed mortgage interest rate. That's depending on your financial situation, but Brian Scott has been doing a great job throughout the show of breaking that down and and providing the opportunities that are available here going into this winter market, which is typically less competitive. Good sign for buyers who are finally trying to uh, win the offer. You can talk to Brian at scheduleloanappointment.com. We've got the eight best small towns in Connecticut for retirees coming up. There's a, a couple towns here that may surprise you maybe a couple that don't surprise you we're going to give you that list the eight best small towns in Connecticut for retirees uh this list was just released here and, and we'll cover that with all of you before we do that Chaz we've got our one team rewind for the week uh Rob has a very unique opportunity I also have something to to the list in Fairfield County that uh, a ravis partner of ours, asked me to add. So we've got a robust list of opportunities here that we're going to get to uh, before the eight best small towns in Connecticut for retirees. Chaz, why don't you kick it off? The One Team Rewind of the Week brought to you, of course, by Service Station Equipment, your residential tank specialist.
2: And what you're going to hear right now is you're going to hear what the One Team is doing to help pad those numbers, those pending sales, those closings, those new listings, because we had eight just listed. 12 under contract and seven closing. So, when the market is slowing down, we are pushing ahead, full steam ahead. It is incredible to watch the team go. So, bravos to everyone at the one team and uh, all of the hard work that they're doing to help their buyers, sellers, and investors going on that. So, our first new listing is 263. Vernon road in Manchester. I'm not going to go too far into this one because it is under contract. So I I do want to give a big shout out to Claire Emerson. Who's one of our younger agents on the team, getting a listing out from her family and getting it under contract in less than a week. So really great job there, but this house was listed for $289,900. So to Rob's point, if it's priced right, two bedrooms, one bath, 1500 square feet, it's going to go quick. And this one did so. Great job, Claire, on that one. Hope the rest of the transaction goes smooth for you. Next up, we had 242 Bemis Street in Terryville, Connecticut. This is from another one of our younger agents. Uh, Elena D'Onofrio, bringing this one to the market, is a raised ranch for $319,000. So well under that $390,000 mark. Uh, I spoke to her this morning. She's got an offer coming in. So uh, we will be skipping that one when we get to the open houses later. So great job, Elena, on that. This was four beds. Uh, two and a half baths, just under 1,900 square feet, built in 1975 with just under a half an acre. So another great property, priced right, marketed right. Great job, Elena, on that one. All right, next up, 115 Green Street, New London, Connecticut. This one's on the market for $700,000, a unique property that's just under 3,300 square feet. And Rob, I'm going to turn it over to you because you have all the details on this one.
3: Yes, this is a great opportunity. Now we have a package store or whatever you want to make it, but it is currently a package store with an apartment in the back liquor license does convey. So it is a process you got to go through. But the unique thing about that is it's very, very limited. It's those are hard to get. get. There's only, there's only a certain amount of those, right? Exactly, exactly. Um, so you basically have to buy this from somebody. So very hard to get very unique opportunity um what does the rest of the building have to offer above the uh liquor stores there's
2: some apartments back there so
3: there's one apartment in the back um just moved the location so it's now technically 35 pearl street but it's still listed as 115 green street so there's apartment in the back it's right on the corner great location by the water uh parallel to bank street so it's an excellent location tons of foot traffic uh loyal customers so it's a great great opportunity Uh, um the apartment does need some work, so put some money into it. And it's, it's it could be an occupant or you can make some extra income.
0: Rob, if somebody was like, okay, I've got a vision for this. It's not a liquor store, but I have a, I have a use for the liquor license. Can they move the location of the liquor license, turn the current property into something else, turn the apartment, obviously or make, you know, rent out the apartment. Is there flexibility in where that liquor license can be held?
3: There is, there is. So the, the liquor license can be bought solely. Uh, if you did want to buy the whole package, you can relocate that liquor license. Obviously the town would have to say if that's a go. Um, I believe there has to be a certain distance between all liquor license owners, but that is an option. Yes.
0: All right. So uh, reach out to Rob, at teamct.com for all information on that. Uh, you can buy the liquor license outright. You could buy the package deal with the liquor license and the property. Uh, Rob will be able to walk you through the entire process if you're interested in that. Very unique opportunity. I think it's the first time the one team has had a liquor license involved in a real estate sale. Uh, excited for uh, you, Rob, and and your team uh, b- being able to get that into the hands of the next entrepreneur who wants to take... Uh, take the next step in their journey rob at or Wallace at one uh, to connect with rob about that opportunity in new london
2: my quick two cents on that though being on the corner of bank street i've done a lot of business on bank street with the harbor towers units and then sold a commercial building there mm-hmm. i would suggest keeping it on that corner the bank street revitalization project is in full effect funded by the city the Coast Guard Museum is coming in. The train station is getting redone. The ferry is getting redone. So being connected to Bank Street, essentially, uh, the property values are only going to continue to skyrocket in that area in the next three to five years. I agree. So that type of investment for seven hundred thousand dollars, you know, you're going to see that come back.
3: circle, yeah and to add to that right next door right across the street they are building all these luxury apartments um luxury condos so it's 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 building back up
1: there there are sba loans out there available you can use to buy commercial property including inventory including equipment i don't do them but i'm a little bit familiar with them and they're pretty amazing you can get 10 percent down on an sba loan to buy business and property so great opportunity excellent yeah
2: all right, next up on the new listings, we've got 195 Vauxhall Street in New London, Connecticut on for 175000 And Rob, you're just taking over the Rewind this week. Tell
3: us a little bit about this one. <laughs> I'm trying. So this is another great opportunity. So currently it is a nail bar slash salon, another great location, uh, close to colleges, close to all the businesses around, great foot traffic. And this is also at the corner of two streets. So very visible, Uh, They have a great customer basis. It is, um, yeah, it's an excellent opportunity to jump in and start whatever. For $175,000, a commercial business
2: that is fully operational, again, reach out Mm -hmm. to Rob.wallace at oneteamct.com to get your private showing because I have a feeling next week I'm going to be talking about that one in the under contracts. Yeah, Rob
0: Rob sent me that one. I took a look at that uh, deal before Rob listed it for his client. Definitely an opportunity. Um, you know, aggressively priced by the client and, and I agree there's going to be instant interest on that property. Yeah.
2: Next up, we've got 173 art street in Hamden, Connecticut, hit the market for 525,000, another commercial property, but this one is a multi-use cause it also has five bedrooms, three and a half baths. It's just over 3,100 square feet. So you have a multifamily as well as a commercial business in the front there, um, so this was brought to us by Victoria Tavares. So you can reach out to Victoria at OneTeamCT.com. But let's see. The main level has consists of a two-bedroom, one-bathroom apartment. Upstairs features a second two-bedroom, one-bathroom unit, along with a one-bedroom, one-bathroom unit. So three units plus a commercial building in Hamden on Art Street for $525,000. Reach out to Victoria at OneTeamCT.com to check that out. All right. Next up, we've got two units at the... 66 High Street, that project we've been talking about quite a bit this year. The final building, number unit number 44 just hit the market for $1 million. Yes. And unit number 47 for $1
0: dollars So the penthouse in this building is under contract for over $5 million. We've now just been able to release the first floor units on the front of the building. And they're go- going for $1,000,000 and dollars $1, um, th- this is an absolutely incredible opportunity to get into the record holding building of the state of Connecticut for luxury real estate. Price per square foot, nothing beats it uh, across the state. We've won multiple Hobie Awards, and so now coming in at a million when somebody else in the building is paying five million plus. To be downtown Guilford, to walk to the shops, to walk to Jacobs Beach, to be able to walk to the train station and the Guilford Green and really treat it as many do at High Street as a hotel room, if you so choose. Maybe you have a place in southern Florida and you don't want to have the maintenance concerns. You want to let the community of 66 High Street, which offers gym and pool and everything else, you want to let you wanna let the community manage that for you. Many people do that. Uh, Some live year-round as well, Uh, but an incredible opportunity at 66 High Street. You can go to 66highst.com for information. Um, You can reach out to Nicole at 1teamct.com, myself, Byron at 1teamct.com for more information there. Chaz, I also, in the luxury department, have another opportunity for folks. This one's in Fairfield County. It's from our friend and Ravis partner Jackie Davis. Uh, she has a listing on Pequot Avenue in Fairfield. okay, This is in the Southport area of Fairfield. You're at 1093 Pequot Avenue in Fairfield. Uh, this property is exceptional. okay, There's a total of 17 rooms, five bedrooms, six full bathrooms, two powder rooms. The square footage on this property is up over 9,000 square feet, and it is direct waterfront. It's one of the single most magnificent and premier custom waterfront estates on the entire shoreline of Connecticut. You haven't seen anything quite like this property hit the active market in Connecticut. A lot of times these are, you know, these custom built homes that are direct waterfront in Fairfield County, are just in the family forever. This one here is now available. Um, You have a private gated entry welcoming you to the home. Uh, It was selected amongst all mansions nationally and highlighted also on an episode of Fox Business Mansion Global. Now we're talking about it here on the local 94.9 Fox News affiliate. Uh, This is a resort like lifestyle with, uh, you know, close proximity to Manhattan, close proximity to the Connecticut shoreline on the east side. I mean, it's just perfectly located and it's in zone X for flood insurance, which means not required if you put a mortgage on this near $13 million listing. It's listed at $12,999,000. An incredible opportunity. Connect with Jackie Davis for more information. Uh, I'll give you Jackie's personal contact. 203-258-9912. 203 258 You can send me an email, byron at one teamct.com. Uh, If As well, if you need an introduction there. Incredible custom home built in the Southport area, Fairfield, 1093 Pequot Avenue. And uh, that is our new listings. We'll come back with our open house opportunities uh, as well as the eight best small towns in Connecticut for retirees. You do not want to miss that. This is CT real estate radio, 94.9 news. Now stimulating talk CT real estate radio here with Byron Lazine, Chaz cook and Rob Wallace of the one team at William Ravis real estate. We also have Brian Skelly in the house from William Ravis mortgage uh, breaking down the drop in the 30-year fix, great news for buyers. It's been a great week for uh, home buyers and investors in real estate, uh, as well as home sellers, because as we talked about in segment two, or homeowners rather, uh, prices here in Connecticut have not seen the decline that we've seen in other parts of the country. Not as cliff. When I say decline, has not been a cliff. There's been a seasonality decline uh, that has naturally happened a little bit and price price cuts as Redfin actually reported, uh, amongst the largest we've seen in recent memory that's across the nation, but not reflective here in Connecticut uh, as of yet. Uh, We had our one team rewind and our new listings uh, that we just went through, Chaz, but let's go through our under contracts and our open house opportunities, and then we will break down the eight best small towns in Connecticut for retirees, uh, according to worldatlas.com.
2: All right. So as I mentioned before, we had twelve under contracts under contracts in Waterford, Southington, Canterbury, New Britain, Manchester, Brookfield, Westport, Naugatuck, Middletown, New Haven, Newington, and Manchester. Seven closings. Congratulations to all of our buyers, sellers, and investors. We had closings in Niantic, East Lyme, New Haven, Guilford, New Haven, East Lime, and Waterford. So big week for the one team, and we've got a big week of open houses. Weekend of open houses going on. One today. Right when the show wraps, 242 Bemis Street in Terryville, Connecticut. I did speak to Elena. She is going to let that one run through today. So that is 12 p.m. to 2 p.m. at 242 Bemis Street in Terryville, Connecticut. Head on over there and check out that raised ranch and see if maybe you want to compete for that property. If you want to throw an offer in for a backup, you know, she has not accepted it fully yet. So, And then going on tomorrow, Sunday, November the 5th. Uh, 70 Cranberry Lane in Cheshire, Connecticut, going on from 12 p.m. to 2 p.m. 70 Cranberry Lane in Cheshire, Connecticut, 12 to 2 p.m. Also, 12 Old Homestead Lane in Kent, Connecticut, going on from 12 to 2 p.m. I don't remember seeing that one. That might, might come on late yesterday before the weekend hit. But 12 Old Homestead Lane in Kent, Connecticut, and 12 to 2 p.m. And then those two new units at 66 High Street will be open for viewing from 12 to 2 p.m. on Sunday, November the 5th. Head on over there, say hi to Nicole, check out those two properties. One li- is listed at $1 million, that is unit number 44, and unit number 47 is listed at $1,050,000. As Byron mentioned, the penthouse is under contract for $5 million. They just had a closing there for over $2 million, so to be able to snatch up a unit there for a $1 million is an incredible opportunity and one of the most beautiful buildings you will see on the Connecticut shoreline, maybe even in the entire state. So again, that is 12 to 2 p.m. on Sunday, November the 5th or 66 high street and that's going to do it for this week's one team weekly rewind
0: and that's 66 high street in guilford guilford connecticut and i think maybe we're going to mention guilford again little teaser here on this best small towns in connecticut list according to world atlas so eight best small towns in connecticut for retirees there was something so quaint about Connecticut towns, villages right out of a Charles Wasaki. Brian Skelly, am I saying that right? Charles Wysocki? Wysocki.
2: Wysocki. Painting? Wysocki. Wysocki. Wysocki.
0: Wysocki. 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 Um, sorry for anyone who's a big Charles Wysocki fan that I did not know who he was. One can imagine how he'd capture one of Connecticut's seaside settlements. All right, uh, let's break down this list. According to World Atlas, eight best small towns in Connecticut for retirees.
2: Are we Are we doing this the classic way? We're going to have a little little draft out. We have a third player here. See uh, who sold a home in that town and get a point for it. Yeah,
0: everyone that's, yes. Uh, so well, we've got-
2: okay. okay. You get a point if you sold a house in that town, and then we see who wins.
0: And then are we going to let Brian, I mean, he's put mortgages everywhere. He's been in the, in the game 20 plus yeah, years. Uh,
2: yeah. All right. We can count it. Did I'll you, yeah. I'll play. Did All you right. close a mortgage in this town? Sure. All right, <laughs> let's do it so not surprising with the first one on the list is mystic connecticut which is actually a village it's in groton and stonington so i don't know if it counts as a small town in connecticut but we are going to count it uh but it's consistently ranked as number one of the top retirement towns in connecticut the seaside village is bursting with new england charm downtown is walkable and the village is on the train route with quick access to boston and new york it's about 10 miles southeast of new london and it's full of landmarks like the bascule bridge pictured here so we will post up this article uh on the youtube clip cooper we'll make sure we get that taken care of so you guys can check it out for yourself um uh, mystic connecticut ta- yeah. you, can give,
0: you can give me a point many sales in mystic
3: me too
2: yeah brian three right i'm over <laughs> i have stonington and groton i don't actually have yeah, a mystic okay all right next no, up no zero six
0: three five five for you Chaz. huh no five fives <laughs> mm. next up
2: we've got simsbury which is located about 10 miles from Hartford. It's an inland town that lies along the Farmington River, incorporated in 1670. Simsbury was the 21st town to incorporate in Connecticut and is uh, well-known for Talcott Mountain State Park, having some of the best views in the area, especially from Hugh Blind Tower. I can vouch for that. Been up there, haven't sold a
1: house there, but I have climbed the tower.
3: Beautiful place, but uh, I have not
1: uh i probably have but i don't remember specifically so i'm going to give you guys the benefit of the doubt i'll i won't take a point on that one. <laughs> oh is byron gonna pull ahead
0: uh i'm i'm trying to think here i don't believe i don't believe i've done simsbury i'm actually trying to do a quick uh i'm gonna say no to simsbury so uh, yeah i'm not gonna take a point there all right coming up next on the list i think
2: all of us are gonna get a point here madison connecticut the center of Connecticut's Long Island Sound shoreline, Madison is often ranked among the top towns to retire in the state. About 20 miles east of New Haven, town is full of historic homes and amazing waterscapes. Him and Beach, two-mile stretch of water, which is like one of the biggest, as well as Meg's Point Nature Center, and the famous, one of my famous bookstores, R.J. Julia's bookstore on Main Street there. Love that place. Love Roxanne and what she's doing over there. So, And I get, I get on the board here. I get on the board with Madison.
0: I will take a point as well.
1: Uh, I grew up in Madison, so you better give me a point as well. (laughs) All right.
0: I'm I'm taking a point there, and I should get double points. I've actually sold a personal residence in Madison. I'll just take take the one point.
2: All right, so two for everyone but me. I'm on the board with one. (laughs) All right, next up, New Canaan. Town Center of New Canaan brings everyone together as it hosts the main shopping for the area. New Canaan isn't as expensive as some of the nearby coastal towns but it's probably not for those on a tight budget. The median home price between 2017 and 2021 was $947,200. About eight miles from Stanford, and an hour from New York City. And it is a goose
3: egg for me on the point board. I'd love to tap into that market, but I have not. I do get a point for doing a mortgage in New Canaan. Oh, oh
0: yes, man. look at you, Skelly. I'm ai I'm no for it's a big uh, one if I New recall.
1: Canaan. Yeah, Skelly pulling ahead with three points. New Canaan's spelled <laughs> weird too. Is there like two A's in New Canaan? T A
2: N A A N. Yeah, the double A. Yeah, the double A. All right, coming up here. I have to head out here because this town pops up on all of these lists that we cover about the state of Connecticut. Litchfield. Columnist C.J. Hughes in a recent New York Times article described Litchfield this way. Being being old-fashioned is a point of pride in pastoral Litchfield, where farms sell raw milk, residents traverse their properties on horses, and houses are older than America itself. Litchfield has been home to several notables, including actor Dustin Hoffman, actor and comedian Dennis Leary, and the late Marilyn Monroe and her husband at the time, playwright Arthur Miller. Uh, But it is also a zero for me
3: on the list. I've had a few out there. I had a listing. I've closed a couple, actually. Oh, so that's three okay, for Rob. Look at Rob.
0: Rob's in the lead <laughs> with three. What I do you got? One really
1: good client who's gotten three mortgage with me, and he lives in he lives in Litchfield. He's been very loyal. So I get point. Take it. I, I nice. did not get
0: a point. I don't think I've ever lost one of these. This might be my first
1: L here. Now that <laughs> it's, Rob it's not fair. Like you the you brought the mortgage guy, guy into yeah. it. Yeah, not yeah, fair.
0: yeah. Different. The mortgage category stands on its own. But I, I do actually to have just, to
1: drive to all these places. You got nothing. <laughs> I just sit at my desk. Right. I mortgage. might
0: lose to Rob on this one.
1: All right.
2: Next up, right, we got to go rapid things speed things.
0: here, Chaz. We're up yep. against yep. the gun. All right, Guilford, located
2: 14 miles east of New Haven, the scenic town of Guilford. It has that old New England feel many are looking for, settled by the Puritans in 1639. And I'm on the board with number two for points. I'm on the I'm
3: board there. Yeah. trying to think if I was. It's been a long time if I did, so I will not add one because I cannot remember it. <laughs> and my office is in Guilford, so give me a point. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Next All right, up, so I'm, Chester.
0: I'm at three. Rob's at three. Skelly's at five. I'm at two. All right. Chester, let's just go Chester. through the let's just go yep. through the numbers here. And put we me know on the Chester, board. we talk
2: about it all the time. Uh, I do not have a Chester.
0: I put do. Me the, Chester, put me Chester, on yeah. the board for Chester. Yep. Yep. All right, and rounding out the
2: list is Woodbury, quiet, quaint, three hundred and fifty year old town of Woodbury has everything a retiree might be dreaming of. The downtown has remarkable antique shops. Coloquy, referred to as the antique capital of Connecticut. No points for me on that one. No points. No, I don't mm, think no. I can say
1: Waterbury. No. No,
0: I uh, think Skelly ordinary. did speak out the victory. Well, Skelly's the mortgage guy. You can talk to him at loan appointment, uh schedule loan Uh Rob takes the cake here for out of us agents here on the list. You can reach out to Rob at rob.wallace.com. Uh, rob.wallace at one teamct.com. Rob at one teamct.com. Chaz at oneteamct.com or myself Byron at oneteamct.com. Thank you, Service Station Equipment, for supporting the show as you always do. Your residential tank specialist. Thank you to everybody over at 94.9. Thank you, Cooper, on our end for running the show. Hope everybody has a great weekend. Great start to November. Thank you and stay safe. You're listening to Real Estate Radio and now 94.9 News Now. Stimulating talk.